we're going to learn some fact today. In essence, we're going to burn up some calories, which produces a bunch of fat. The fat has to go round and round the world goes. This is the day that the fat has to go. One good way of burning fat is to row a boat. A, a good water sport and a good exercise is to row a a boat. You use a lot of energy. You burn a lot of calories. You increase the strength and power of your arms. And uh, you build muscle in the back. When you row a boat, you actually uh, work in your back muscles. That's why in most gyms, they have rowing machines specifically for the back. But today, we're not going to work on that. We're going to do something else. We're going to work on the overall body it's to include the cardiovascular system, the heart, and the lungs, and the blood vessels throughout the body. And when we're done, we're going to be like James Brown. I feel good like a poor man should. So here we go. I'm going to do uh, kind of a round robin today. Starting off on the stationary bike, the upright stationary bicycle. I'm not going to ride it too far. I want to do about 15, no, 10 minutes on the bike. And then I think I'll go over to the treadmill for 10 minutes. And if you can go with me, after that, I'll go over to either the recumbent bike or the elliptical machine. But only if you can go with me. I don't want to go by myself. I don't want. I don't want to do it alone. It's too hard, they say. But here we go, y'all. We're on the move. Let me check my time. Oh. Two thirteen, y'all. So we we got this train moving, y'all. Y'all come on. Y'all come on. Boy, I feel good. Had a good good day. It was peaceful and restful. But you gotta uh, put in some action in the midst of a peaceful 
and inactive days. That way you can burn a lot of calories and fat. I know the Bible said in the book of Isaiah that we should delight ourselves in fatness. That's what the Lord said. But it's not the kind of fat that we think about. It's not bodiless fat. Because bodiless fat can be too much for the body. And the mind. If you got too much fat, it can lead to unclear thinking. It can lead you to not be able to focus and and uh, do the things uh, that you used to do because the fat gets in the way. The fat clogs up the system. It's like a car. Uh, when you buy it new, it has brand new oil in it. The system all go clean and clear. But after a few thousand miles, the oil gets dirty because you're using the system and all the gunk gets in the system. So you have to uh, change the oil, either yourself or take it to a, a lubrication shop and flush out all that old oil out of the engine and the system and put in brand new oil and a new filter. So when you drive that car again, it will drive like it's brand new. On the other hand, if you just let that old oil stay in that system, the, the car begins to choke up because it's conked up with all kind of gunk. So if you don't clean it out, you'd have to have a mechanic work on it. One man said years ago, pay me now or pay me later. Change the oil now or change the engine later. The doctor said the same thing. Pay me now for a maintenance program or pay me later for surgery. And that's why we, we work out, one of the main reasons. That is to keep the mind focused, the body able and strong, and to keep us out of the hospital. I've been so fortunate, and I give God glory for that, that thus far, I, I have had, I have never had to spend time in a hospital because of ill health. I've been in a hospital for a period of time because of a wound.
it was a combat wound. I was hit with a, a rocket uh, fire. The shrapnel hit me in the sh shoulder and upper arm. So they had to medevac me to the hospital along with my fellow Marines. But we were covered. Uh, but I have to tell you, while I was laying there in the hospital after the surgery in, in Japan, the doctor who did the surgery and oversaw uh, my, uh, my wound came to my bedside. They said to me the surgery was successful and uh, you all sutured up and we have a, uh, a cast, a body cast on you so you won't move that arm too much too soon. He said, but you won't ever use the arm again. At, eight, at 19 years old, <clears throat> I heard him, but at 19 years old, as a Marine, what he said went in one ear and out of the other ear. Because 30 days later, I was back in the war and I have not stopped since. I've had more problems with the arm lately than, than I did for the first 20 years after I left the war. I think old age has a lot to do with it now. But it's just as strong as my left arm. My right arm and right shoulder is the one that was wounded. But that's the only time I have ever had to spend any time in the hospital. So far, I'm not saying that it won't happen soon. I hope, I hope it does not. I hope it never does. That's why I spend time in this workout regimen. I call it a regimen because it's something that I don't want to be interfered with. It's not some kind of a New Year's resolution. No. When New Year's come, I'll already be in shape. I'm not going to wait until New Year to get in shape. It may be too late. A lot of folks die. Oh boy, I may, I, may be, I may be too drastic. But a lot of folks get sick and, and many die during the, uh, the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year. I don't want that to happen to me. Not that I fear that because the Lord has told me uh, if any man lives, or well, if any man hears these words of mine and believes on him that sent me, has everlasting life. That means that my life is everlasting. That means I can never die. And he goes on to explain that. Whosoever hears these words of mine and believes on him that sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment.
Do you hear that? What he's saying here is this. The only people that are judged at the great white throne are those who die. And Christians cannot die. For they do not die. And the next phrase says, in this verse, but it's passed from death to life, which means that death has no sting and the grave has no victory because the Christian, the child of God, never goes into a hole in the ground. Because we never die. We go through a hole in the sky. Y'all have to help me now because I'm just about to fly away. Here we go. See me. Let me check my time. See what time it is. 2.23 p.m. 2.23. We're going to do this for three more minutes. Three more minutes, and we are delighting ourselves in fatness, but not the fatness of the body. We're talking about the fatness of the soul and spirit. We're talking about, y'all want, y'all want to help me out here? Y'all, may, y'all might need to hold me down. We're talking about the fruit. Oh, yeah. We got so much fatness. We got fatness that never ends, never diminished. We're talking about the fruit of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And since He's God, that fruit is everlasting. It's called spiritual fruit, and it's eternal. So we're, we're told to delight ourselves in love, joy, peace, long suffering. Yes, sir. And meekness and faith. Temperance. All those things that are associated with God. God's giving us what we need. God giving us everything we need for life and for godliness. Because he's good. Goodness is part of the fruit of the Spirit. And you know what? Once you're born again, you don't have to ask for it. No need to ask for, for more love. No need to ask for, for more joy. No need to ask for, for more peace, uh, long-suffering, uh, meekness, uh, temperance, self-control. We got it. All we need to do is walk in it, delight ourselves in it. Y'all have to help me. Y'all have to help me. I got, I'm, I'm weighted down. I am weighted down with, with, with delightful fruit. You know, one of the things that Paul said concerning us being weighted down is found in Second Corinthians. Chapter 4, 
in light of, of, of his suffering for, for preaching the gospel. Uh, he said he's he, he doing it for the glory of Jesus Christ. He's doing it to bring honor and glory to God. In other words, he's doing it out of love for God. He was constrained to preach the gospel because of the love of God for him, because of the love of God for him and his love in return to God. Just like that, John said, we love him because he first loved us. So Paul said, for this cause, for, uh, this is uh, 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 4, verse 16. For this cause, we faint not. Though our outward man is perishing, our inward man is renewed day by day. For our light afflictions, let me say that again. For our light afflictions, which are but for a moment of time, even if it lasts a lifetime, a hundred or so years, they're still light compared to what we are going to receive in glory. For our light afflictions, which are but for a moment, are achieving for us an exceeding and eternal Weight of glory. You hear that? When we get to heaven, we'll be loaded down with an exceeding, uncountable, unmeasurable weight of glory. Now, I think some folks will have more glory than others, depending on how they serve God. But we all are going to be weighted down with glory. Not just for a day, a week, a month, or a year, but for eternity, because eternity is one eternal day. Woo! So what time does y'all? What time is it? 2.28. Yeah, we've done more than, than what was expected. We're going we're to go over here now, and we're going to work on the treadmill. You know, I've been riding this, this treadmill for years, and I have not gotten it to move. It's in the same place as it was when I first brought it in, into the workout room. Do you think that today, because you're here with me, helping me to work out, that we can make this thing move? There's a, a Dollar General store. Uh, about a quarter of a mile from my house. Do you think that we could get that treadmill to take us there? Maybe, maybe if I play that song by the, by the Staples singer, I'll take you there. You know, maybe Staples used to sing that song, I'll take you there. And Pop Staples used to play the guitar, and her sisters bagged her up. They were from Chicago, I think. 
I'm going to get on this treadmill and see if it will take me there to the dollar store. Notice, notice what I said. Now, I didn't say store. I said store. And the reason I talk like that, y'all, is because I'm from the other side of the track, the wrong side of the track. So my English is just a little bit different. I'm hooking up to this treadmill. I don't want to trip and, and this thing keeps going. All right, y'all ready? Yeah, in the, in the hood, on the other side of the track, we don't say store. We say stoke. We say, boy, get up off that slope. Go out that dough and go to the stove. And you better hurry up. And that's for sure. That's where we used to talk. In my neighborhood. So, Paul said, for our light afflictions, which are momentary, are achieving for us an exceeding and eternal weight of glory. And he goes on to say, so, so we look not to that which is seen. <laughs> That's kind of hard, isn't it? It's kind of hard not to look at that, at that fact when you got it. So we look not to that which is seen, but to that which is unseen. Oh boy. There are times when I eat too many carbohydrates and I don't have a six pack anymore. I have a barrel. Sometimes that barrel wants to get bigger. It wants to, be, it wants to, be, it wants to become a big barrel. So I have to back down on those carbohydrates. Work those abs some more and beat that fat. But Paul's talking about heavenly things here. He said, so we look not to that which is seen, but to that which is unseen. For that which is seen is temporary. Praise the Lord, y'all. Fat is temporary. <laughs> And I want to make it more temporary. I want to make my fat more temporary than it is. I want to cut my fat. My fat is short. But that which is seen is temporary. But that which is unseen is eternal. All right. So here we go. Oh, man. Woo. We'll go for about 10 minutes on this thing. Now you, you let me know if we're making any progress. Are we moving? Is this thing going anywhere? I think I hear. I like I hear. Someone outside. I don't know if it's my neighbor. Or the school bus. 
mail carrier. UPS or FedEx? That's okay. We're not going to stop. Because we're trying to go somewhere. We're trying to outrun this fat. Here we go, y'all. We're running. Running for my life. Trying to outrun the fat, y'all. I'm kind of like Jonah. When Jonah was going to run, when he didn't want to preach to Nineveh, he ran. <laughs> from the Lord. And I, I don't understand Jonah. Because Jonah was a prophet. And he knew that God was omnipresent. He's everywhere at one time. He doesn't have to show up. He's already there. So where, where can you go? If he ascended to heaven, God is there. If he uh, descended into the into hell, God is there. If he jumped down <laughs> into the bottom of the sea, God's spirit will will lead will, will will find him there. I said that wrong. God's spirit doesn't have to find because he's already, he's always there. He already he knows. Where we are at all times, because he, he because he's omniscient. He knows everything. That doesn't he can learn new about you. Did you know that? Did you know that? God cannot grow. God cannot come to know something. He already knows. So where could Jonah go to run from God? When he found himself at the bottom of the sea, in the mouth of that fish, God was there. God was controlling everything. Because God is also omnipotent, all-powerful. God is Omnipresent, everywhere at one time. God is omniscient. He knows everything. All-knowing. We serve an all-knowing God. God is omnipotent. There's nothing that God can't do but fail. God can never fail. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. All right, y'all. I'm moving like a bat out of hell. Mm -hmm. I don't know that by experience. We just know that by what the Lord Jesus Christ spoke to us concerning hell. The hell is a place where the fire is never quenched and the worm never dies. Which means that they'll be fitted to be able to withstand the fires of hell 
So what are you trying to do? Those in hell will never cease to be, never be annihilated. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. A lot of crying in hell. Rich man in Luke 16 lifted up his eyes in hell and cried out, Father Abraham, send Lazarus to dip his finger in some water and let him come down here and touch my lips, my tongue with that, that water. Because I'm tormented, I'm tormented, I'm tormented day and night in this flame. Never in a relief. Never in a release in hell. He said, he said, I am tormented day and night in this flame. <clears throat> Abraham said to him, there's a great gulf fix. There's a great chasm between you and us. Lazarus cannot come to you, and you cannot come to us. You're there forever. You're stuck like Chuck. All right, we're going to stop this treadmill because I thought I'd move out of this position that we're in and out onto the street and up to the Dollar General, the Dollar Store. But nothing like that has happened. I am still in the same place that I was when I started this thing. So I'm going to stop this thing right now. I want to head over to the, the elliptical machine. Perhaps it will get me there. Some, one way or another, we're going to make it to the Dollar General. They got some good stuff there, y'all. You can buy stuff at the, at, the, at the Dollar General for a dollar. Woo! Had to shout. Cause I feel good, like a poor man should. Man, that heart is pumping. Those lungs are expanding and retracting. So we're building up endurance. We're building up the ability to breathe easy. I'm breathing hard now. But once this is over, I'll be breathing easy. I'll be so glad. All right. I forgot to look at my watch earlier when I was 
when I started on the uh, treadmill. I want to look at it now. No notifications. Let's see. 242. So we got to go to 252, and then we can we can wrap it up for cardio. We'll do weight and strength training later on. Here we go, y'all. One, two, three, four. United States Marine Corps. Okay, this thing here has two upright handles, kind of like ski handles, and as I exert force on the on pedals on the on the, on the skis <laughs> uh, on the skis, it makes those upright handles move. That kind of helps the upper body a little bit, and it gives you more resistance. And it gives you more of a cardio workout. So here we go. One thing about it. When I'm done here, I won't be able to boast about my my fatness too much because I am beating it off. We have to keep the fat in submission. Do you know that not only will you feel better when you beat the fat, you'll also look better. Your clothes fit better. So let's beat the old fat body back into submission. And if you are a soldier of the Lord, you're a better fit for the battlefield. You can look at, you can look at the harbors and see that it's white and ready for harvesting, you say, Lord, send me. Or better still, you can say, Lord, thank you for sending me. Here I am. I am ready. I am here, prepared to fight the good fight of faith. You can have on the whole arm of God because it fits. All right, I'm trying to get get fit. I got the whole armor on, y'all. I even have my feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I do. Yeah, I have my my shield of faith, my helmet of salvation. I got my lawn girt about with truth, the truth. Whoo! And I have the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Do you know that's how we fight the fight? Satan cannot stand 
against the word of God. He can't do it. When he was tempting Christ in the wilderness, when Christ fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, at his weakest point, Satan would tempt him with food by telling him to do something against God's will. And he said, if you are God's son, then demonstrate it. If you're the son of God, then you can do a, a supernatural phenomenon. He said, look at that, those stones over there. Turn those stones <laughs> into bread. And that way you won't be hungry anymore. Well, that was tempting because Jesus could do that. We knew that he took two fish and five loaves of bread and fed 5,000 men <sighs> along with the, men, the women and the children. So I don't know how many it actually were there, but he fed them all. He had 12 baskets left over. So Satan said to him, if you are God's son, turn these, these rocks into bread. And Jesus could have done that. He died. He made the rocks. But what he did say to Satan is this. It is also written, hmm, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Oh yeah, I, I believe that. I believe that to be true. And that, that, that the bread gives us life, but it's only, it's only temporary. I know when Christ had fed the 5,000, they began to follow him around. Follow him around. And he said to them, you, you, you follow me, not because you saw the miracles and know that I'm God. And you want to, to follow me because I am God. You, you, you're following me because you ate the fish and the loaves and had your business filled. That's why you're following me. You're not, you're not concerned about your spiritual life. You're not delighting yourself in, in the fatness of the soul. You're looking at the fatness of the body. <clears throat> he said to them in John chapter 6, Labor not for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures unto eternal life. And he gave them, he showed them the bread that will give them eternal life. The food that will give them eternal life. He said, I, he said Moses gave you uh, manna in the desert. But, but God had given you the bread from heaven. He said, I am the bread from heaven. I am the bread of life. If any man eats this bread, he should never die. Ooh, y'all got to help me now. I'm about to fly. I'm about to fly away. Hmm. 
So I have eaten that bread, y'all. I ate that bread at the moment of the new creation, the born again experience. It gave me new life, eternal life. The other bread that I was eating, that the other food I was eating, my life would end in death. But now, I can sing that song. Oh, death, where'd you sting? Oh, grave, where's your victory? For the sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. Christ dealt with both of those things, sin and the law, at the cross. He set me free. I've been set free. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. One of the preachers used to say, Whom the, whom the Son sets free is sure enough free. Yeah, I agree. All right, what time is it, y'all? Let me see what time it is. My watch says work out. <laughs> Yeah, one more minute. My watch said to work out. This is this is something. As though I was not working out. I'm working out, watch. My watch is watching me. Yeah. God's eyes are much better much better than my watch. His eyes go to and fro throughout the universe. Seeking those whom he can bless. Yeah. Lord, I thank you for watching me and watching over me. All right, y'all. Here we go. Tell me something. I've been skiing on this elliptical machine, and I want to know, even though we don't have any snow, have we made it anywhere? Are we close to the Dollar General? I just want to stop by and pick up a few things. They got stuff in there for a dollar. It's a dollar general, the dollar store. Oh boy, I'm peddling hard. I'm peddling like a bat out of hell. And I ain't never been there and I don't want to go. I'm not going to go. But here I go, y'all, trying to get to go to the dollar store. All right, I'm going to give it 30, 30 more seconds. I want to stop this machine and see how far I've gone. See if I made it far enough to stop at the dollar store. All right, y'all. The Lord God, he is good and his mercy endures forever. Even unto Percy Garrett in the great city of Dothan, Alabama. We're going to stop right there and disengage from this machine. Oh, I'm so glad the Lord lifted me off of that machine. I am. How y'all doing? Y'all hear me breathing hard? I am breathing hard, y'all. I can tell you this. 
I am sweating like a hog and panting like a dog. But we're done. I'm glad about it. Um, you know, it was hard to get started, but I was glad to finish. It's a wonderful thing to be able to start and a wonderful thing to be able to finish. One of these days, we're going to finish the long race because every Christian is in a race. And every Christian finishes the race. Let me show it to you, then we'll close out. Hebrews chapter 12 tells us these words. Since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, talking about the Old Testament saints in chapter 11 of Hebrews. Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us cast aside every weight and sin that so easily beset us and hold us back. Looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Jesus started the race, and he's already finished the race. Our goal is to remain in the race because we have already in him finished. And we will stay in the race because he keeps us in the race. He said, I, he said, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep. And I give to them eternal, eternal life and it shall never perish. And no one shall snatch them out of my hand. And my father, who is greater than all, no one shall snatch them out of his hand. Ephesians 4.30 says we are sealed in those hands by the Holy Spirit. So we stay in the race. Looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. And one day, he'll raise us up to be with him, and glory and stand up before the judgment seat for our rewards. Everybody runs this race who are his elect, his people. And everybody finishes the race. But your reward they depend on how you run. If you run with integrity, you'll receive rewards. So let's run. Let's run this race looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. This has been Percy Garrett on Bible Talk with our Workout regimen today, trying to get the old cardio system, cardiovascular system in shape and maintained, and at the same time, ensuring that we grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You may want to contact me about a question concerning scripture or exercise. You can do so by 
uh, doing a voice message to me through the Anchor app, or you can email me using my email address, Percy Garrett at sw.rr.com. Percy Garrett at sw.rr.com. You can also catch me every Sunday at uh, 5.30 on Periscope and Facebook. Now, Sunday mornings, we are on Zoom. We're Zooming. So you're welcome to come, come on that platform also and be with us. Let me give you my, my primary meeting ID. So when you come on through the Zoom app, all you need to do is put that meeting ID in, and you are in the room, the Zoom room. Let me give it to you. That meeting ID is 334-718-4848. And that will put you in the room Sundays at 12 o'clock p.m. Central Time. You're welcome. All right. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, both now and ever. Amen. Have you ever loved someone that didn't love you? That's a terrible place to be. Pouring out all your love on someone who would not, did not love you back. I know someone in that condition. And then someone is God. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. God commended his love towards us in this. While we were yet his enemies, he sent his son to die and paid the penalty for all of our sins. No wonder the beloved Apostle John said these famous words, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever Believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. What a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting, loving arms of our Heavenly Father, God. Good afternoon. This is Person Garrett on Bible Talk. 
and it's workout time. And we are just about to beat the old fat abs back into submission. And the reason I'm doing this is because the love of God has constrained me to take his word to the lost, to snatch them from the fires of hell, and to take this gospel truth to the saints, that they may grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and know that he has set them free from sin, sin's penalty, sin's power, and once this life down here is over, we will be set free from sin's presence. We will no longer be tempted by sin. So we need a, a good, strong body to carry this good news. So here we go. We are going to, to work the stomach muscles today. And not just the stomach, but the abs, the, the trunk, the midsection. I'm gonna start off with none other than sit-ups. But these will be a little bit different this time. I'm gonna do some incline sit-ups on the incline resistance bench and here we go ready or not here we go y'all i want to do three sets of incline sit-ups can we do it well here i go one two three four five six seven eight nine 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, and 30. Wow. That hurts. But it's okay. It's okay for it to hurt because once again, y'all, you know the deal. Woo! No pain, no gain. You know that pain is good, and extreme pain is extremely good. Let's call them growing pains. When you work out and you break it down the muscles. It causes pain. And that's what you're doing. You're tearing down the muscles. And as long as you work out, you're doing just that. Tearing down those muscles. And in your resting time, your sleep time, the muscles rebuild themselves. That's one of the reasons that you need to take protein and amino acid supplements <clears throat> amino acid supplements are the building blocks of the body they help rebuild the muscles <clears throat> so 
So when you work out hard, consider uh, ingesting some <clears throat> excuse me, protein and some amino acids, capsules, or the, the, the <clears throat> forms that they come in. It's not just capsules, they come in tablets, they come in liquids. So any form that you can get them will be good. And they come in powder too. All right, it's time for another check, y'all. Can't rest too much. And keep that in mind. You really cannot rest too much. You should take a little break between sets. But I'm not talking about just resting between sets. I'm talking about resting, period. Sometimes folks don't do any type of exercise. <clears throat> they sit around, they lay around, they become potatoes, you know, couch potatoes. And I always like to remind people on my podcast what the old astronaut used to say. A body in motion stays in motion. A body at rest stays at rest and often winds up in the rest home. Let's do another set, y'all. Don't want to rest too long. Ah, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, eighteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. 26, 27, 28, 29, and 30. We're not, we're not yell when I, when I start doing these because I have to lean back. Yeah. And if I lean back too far on the things I'm bent, it'll be hard to come back up. For me, now some of you can go all the way down and lay down on the bench and come back up without a problem. But I don't do that. I keep my, my abs tight. And I go down uh, to a position and I break the plane so that my 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 shoulders and my abs are lower than my legs in this position. But I don't go all the way down to the bench with my back. I'm sitting on the bench. My little Maximus is on the bench. But if I take my whole body down there, my, my strength can bring my, my body back up. But man, it would be showing up rough. Plus, I, I, I don't keep my abs tight when I do that. When, when, I, when I break the plane and go down too, too low, you give the abs time to rest. And I don't want to do that. I want to keep my, my abs uh, stressed. I want them to be... Uh, isolated so I don't break the plane uh, too too far I do break the plane but not I don't go too low by the way uh, you can do these do these sit-ups without 
a bench. You can do them on the floor on your bed. So don't uh, not do them because you don't have a, an incline machine. You can lay on the floor, or lay on the bed, or lay on a, on a bench. I got one more set to do. And I'll be finished with the incline setups. And then I'm going to do a peculiar type exercise that will work my midsection, but not necessarily my stomach. Sometimes we think that working our uh, uh, the stomach muscle is all we need to do for that midsection. But we find out we'll find out that that's not true. Let's do it, y'all. Let's do it. I remember those song by by the uh, staple singers with Mavis Staples and Pop Staples. They sing a song called Let's Do It Again. So here we go. I am mounting this incline sit-up machine. It's, it's actually a resistance machine. And I'll show you why when we do our next exercise. Woo! But I'm sitting on the bench right now. And I'm going to slide back and lean back and get in position to do my sit-ups. And beat the old fat abs. Not fat Albert with the old fat abs back into submission. Here we go. We can do it. Ah, gotta do it. Can't quit. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fifteen, seventeen, eighteen. 19, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. How about that? How about that, y'all? Three sets of inclined sit-ups, 30 repetitions, each set. That's 90 repetitions. Woo! And I sure feel good. You know, you may not feel like doing it before you do it, but when you're done, you say it's been fun. So, my next exercise, exercise is going to be for the midsection, but not necessarily the front part of the abs. I'm going to do some resistance exercises this time. A resistance exercise. I wanna go around to the front of this incline sit-up bench and resistance bench and lock my feet behind. Ah! The foam rubber pad. Michael's are gonna be behind the pads. And I want to do some extensions. Come up a little high. My, my toes on the bar. All right. I'm going to put my my hand on my chest. I'm going to go down 
towards the bench. Up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 23, 24, 25. Now, that does work the abs somewhat. But it also works the gluteus maximus and the lower back. Which means that it's doing a whole lot for that midsection. And we have to understand, since uh, we are uh, a peculiar people, we have to do peculiar things for these peculiar bodies. So, just doing sit-ups and and uh, crunches and, and leg lifts for, for the front part of the trunk is fine, but it's not a complete workout. You really have to do peculiar things. You have to work uh, the side of the of the trunk. The part that we call love handles, well, I can tell you right now, they really don't love us because it produces a lot of fat. They can cause a lot of problems, illnesses in our lives. Fat causes illnesses, y'all. And there's nothing, there's nothing good. There's not anything good about a fat back except fat back restaurant. They have a fat back restaurant here. And I go there sometime, uh, but not since the uh, COVID-19 situation. But I do order, and they del deliver fat-backed cuisine here to the home. But you don't want a fat-back, because fat-back sells pork. They sell, they sell uh, pork ribs. They sell bacon-wrapped hamburgers. Uh, they sell hog wings. Have you ever seen a hog wing? They sell hog wings. You know, you know, you know, chicken wings, chicken fingers. Well, well, Fatback sells hog wings. I've never seen a hog fly, but I have seen those hog wings. And they're very tasty if you like pork. But you don't want a Fatback. I, I've, I've seen some Fatbacks. And Fatbacks are not, are not good. They make you not look so good in your clothes. Ah! If, and if you go to the beach or to the pool, it doesn't make you look good with your clothes off. So you want to make sure that you don't have a fat back. You want a back that's, that's lean and mean. All right, here we go. Here we go. One more sec. Ah, because we are a peculiar people. We need to we need to do peculiar things for this peculiar body. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. 
one six. One seven. One eight. One nine. And third. Why you feel like y'all? I felt that in my lower back. Which is good. Because pain is good. And it's clearing out the fat. All that fat in my back is melting away. You know what God called me? And you? He said to us that we are a chosen generation. In our lifetime, we're who we are and we're whose we are because he has chosen us. And you know what? We didn't have anything to do with it. Because he said in Ephesians chapter uh, 1, verse 3, that he chose us in Christ before the world began. That's a lot of good stuff between, between Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 and 6. We're talking about God has chosen us and predestined us to be his peculiar people. For that reason, he has blessed us. He has blessed us as his peculiar people with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. And that makes you and I peculiar because no one else has access to what we have access to. Access to. We have access to every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Because God chose us in him before the world began. All right, let me do one more check for this peculiar body. I think I've only done two. And I need to do three. I'm not going to say like the old folks used to say. You know, you know, they used to say one for the for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Spirit. Well, I'm gonna say one for the Godhead. One more set for the Godhead, and all three sets for the Triune God. For for whatever we do, in word or in deed, we do it all to the honor and the glory of God. And it's okay to say one for the Father, one for the Son, one for the Holy Spirit. It's okay. I won't fuss about that. Y'all ready? My name is not Freddy, but I'm ready. Oh, I want to tell you too. You can do this without the uh, inclined bench. You can do this without any bench at all. Matter of fact, I'm not going to do the bench this time. I'm going to do it along with you. And all we're going to do is stand with our feet flat on the floor and bend our backs toward the floor. You can do it with your with your arm with your hand on your shoulder on your chest or just hang them down. Leave them hanging down. And bend over as far as you can and back up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
my lower back because I'm oscillating the back and I am trimming the fat in the back and it's working if you do this you lose belt sizing your trousers or your pants or your skirts uh, your dresses or whatever you wear will become too loose and that's a good thing that's a good thing to lose that weight now what we're going to do is go over here to the uh, flat bench and on the flat bench I want to do another peculiar exercise for the lower abs I've done something for the upper abs, the mid abs. I've done something for the, for the back side of my trunk, the midsection. The midsection uh, is 360 degrees. It's not just the front of your stomach or the side. It is your entire trunk. I'm going to lay down on this, this flat bench. And I'm going to do something peculiar. You know, I was uh, in Los Angeles with a friend of mine years ago. I was a much younger man then. And uh, he and I decided to, to go down on Venice Beach uh, near Santa Monica, California. And you can find anything and everything on Venice Beach. You found people there in costumes and people playing musical instruments, people singing, people dancing. Well, they even have a, a a muscle man gym out there where uh, people are working out with the, with the weight. Big fellows. Big, big, big guys and gals. You find people out there who, who have their clothes painted on. They have no uh, no cotton and linen silk clothes, silk clothes on. Their clothes are painted on. Because they're, they're near Hollywood and they're trying to get discovered. So we, we went there, not knowing all this, we had never been there. And as we walked down the sidewalk, Venice Beach, and saw all the concessions and all the people 
books to become discovered by Hollywood, we were stopped. And someone said to us, why are you out here? Why are you here on Venice Beach? You don't belong here. You are different. In other words, you are peculiar. And they were right. They did not understand it, but we did. We knew that we had become a new creation in Christ. We knew that the, the light of Jesus Christ was shining and the world did not comprehend it. They knew something was different, but they didn't know it. All they knew is that we were, we were peculiar. Well, Peter said that same thing about you and about me. In 1 Peter chapter 2, he said this about you. He said, you are a chosen generation, a holy nation, a royal priesthood, and a peculiar people. Let's do a shot. Now, you might be on the floor if you don't have a bench handy. I'm going to lay on this bench with my legs straight out. I'm going to raise my legs up. 30 degrees to 45 degrees and back down, keeping tension on the abs. Don't flop the leg, legs up, muscle them up and muscle them back down. Don't flop them down, muscle them down, using that, using that resistance to work those abs. It doesn't matter if you're on the bench or if you land down on the floor or on your bed, you can do it. All right. Here we go. I'm gonna do. That's right right now. All right. I'm holding on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 17 18 19 20 you got a big gut. That's good for your big gut from the from the uh, convenience store or McDonald's. You know, you know those big soldiers. Uh, and it's good for for mama. If you've had children, you are your mommy. And sometimes there's a pouch that follows you around everywhere you go, and it's hard to get rid of. And the best way to get rid get rid of that pounce is to do leg lifts and work those lower abs. 
Don't get it. Get it confused now. We still have to work the whole trunk. If you work the whole trap, the whole trunk, it won't be just your abs that look good and, and that are flat. You you won't have a love handle, and you won't have a fat back. Anybody will tell you that you don't need a big stomach, you don't need love handles, and you don't need a fat back. You can get rid, you can get rid of you can get rid of all of that. Some folks say when you got a big stomach, love handles, and a fat back, you got too much in the trunk. We need to clean the trunk out, y'all. All right. So Peter says you are a chosen generation. God has chosen you. When you did not deserve it, God chose you. The same thing he told his apostles, the twelve. He said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. Haven't I chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil? Talking about Judas? But he's chosen you not because you're a devil, but because he's made you into a saint. Uh, you ain't a Christian. But you are a chosen generation, elected by him to be his for eternity, his peculiar people for eternity. A chosen generation, a holy nation. You, as a Christian, make up the nation of the people of God. The word nation means people. You're his. And he called you a holy priesthood. A royal priesthood. A holy nation and a royal priesthood. Do you, you know what a priest, a priest does? We'll talk about that in a minute. But a priest had a specific ah, duty today. And always has. I'll let you know what your duty is on a priest in just a minute. One more set. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 
milk man running. Like, sound like they're pulled into my driveway. And normally when they do that, they have something to throw about from Amazon or from somewhere. So, we are beating the old fat abs back into submission. And we do that because we are faithful to God. We're faithful priests, and we're good stewards, because the Bible said it is required in a man that a steward be found faithful. And we have stewardship over these bodies that God has given us. And we have stewardship over this priesthood that God has blessed us with. We, we find in the Old Testament the difference between a prophet and a priest and a king. There were three uh, anointed offices in the Old Testament. One was king, one was prophet, and one was priest. The king uh, ruled in, in God's stead, like King David, Solomon. They ruled God's people in God's stead. The prophet uh, had a, a function. Uh, he spoke to God's people on behalf of God. The king ruled God's people on behalf of God. The prophet spoke to God's people on behalf of God. That's why God always said to the people, thus saith the Lord. The Lord has said. So that was the role of the king and the prophet. The king led and ruled the people. And the prophet spoke to the people. The priest, on the other hand, spoke to God. on behalf of the people. The king ruled the people on behalf of God. The prophet spoke to the people on behalf of God. And the priest spoke to God on behalf of the people. So today, we as a royal priesthood have a stewardship. And that stewardship is to speak to God on behalf of the people. You know, that's a, that's a tall order. It really is, because if we're going to be royal, royal priests for God, for God's people, then we have to live the life. Because God ears are attentive to the prayers of the righteous. But his ears, his face is turned away from those who do evil. So if we are going to be effective royal priests, we have to walk in 
righteousness, walk in holiness, walk in the spirit, walk in the light as he is in the light. To be effective priests, or our prayers go nowhere. That's another section. I got one more section to do. One more section. We'll be done. We will be finished for, for, for today. We'll be back tonight to do something else. Tonight we are going to work. Guess what? You'll never guess. We're going to work the biceps. And back. The fat back. We're going to work the back again. But this time we're going to work the back in its fullness. Not just the lower, lower back. We're going to work the whole back and our biceps. BB, back and biceps. All right, y'all ready? Let's do, let's do one more set. Let's do one last set for the lower abs. Here we go. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. All right, one, two, three, four. Five, six. right now that's enough it's too rough but you know what those saying is when when going gets rough the tough gets going so so let's get it on y'all after I catch my breath and take a long break and wait for to tonight to work these other other body parts. Yesterday I had a good good workout. Did my cardio on the uh, stationary bike, the uh, treadmill, and the elliptical machine. And uh, later on I did uh, chest and triceps. And it was a good workout. Trying to keep the old ah, body set for the master's juice. Because he has made us a royal priesthood, a, a holy nation, a royal, what did I say? Chosen generation. <laughs> royal priesthood, a holy nation. A peculiar people to do what? To show forth the praise of him who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's why we can say hallelujah. That's why we can say praise the Lord. 
he himself by his own power at the moment of the born again experience ushers, ushered us out of darkness and into this marvelous light where we will be for eternity. You and I will always be in his light. And I love the way God the Son put it in John chapter 8, verse 12, where he said to you and I, if any man, if anyone follows me, listen to this now, if anyone follows me, he will not walk in darkness. But we have the light of life. And that light lights our path all the way into his presence for eternity. All right, my brothers and sisters, you've done well today. You've beat the old fat abs, and you've beat the fat back, and you've uh, worked the lower abs where the pouches, where the house used to be located. It's not there anymore because you've been beating on it. That's a good thing. Keep on beating it now. Keep on beating on it. Because if you don't beat on it, it'll come back. You know, Christ said just about casting out, casting out a demon. He said, if you cast out a demon, he'll go into uh, dry places. And uh, he'll, he'll get to thinking about the house that he left behind. He'll say, you know what? The house I left behind is all swept and clean. And there's nobody in it. There's nobody in it. So what he does, he finds seven more of his buddies and takes them back to that person. And all of them indwell that person again. You know why they they indwell him? Because the house is clean, it's swept, but nothing replaces the demon. However, for the Christian, that can never happen. A demon can never indwell a Christian because someone else is in there. You have been indwelt by God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. And guess what? Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 says, and Christ dwells the fullness of the Godhead in the body. In Christ lives the entire Godhead in his body. And you are in Christ. And since you are in him and he's in you, you have the entire Godhead at your, uh, in your body. You have all the power in the world. So no devil can inhabit your body, not the Christian. All right, we're, we're going to close out with that in, in mind, that we are God's chosen people, and we have God living in us. We have power. And I want to say that, to say this, when it comes to that pouch in your stomach. You have, to keep on, you have to keep on working on it 
and kick the fat out. That's all I'm saying. Keep working on that, those lower abs. Keep doing those leg lifts and scissors and reverse crunches, and that will take away the fat from the lower abs. But remember, always work the entire trunk. Because if you don't, if you don't work the entire trunk, trunk, you might just be lopsided. But you want to be, you want to have everything evenly distributed. All right, once again, this is it. This is Percy Garrick on Bible Talk. If you have any questions or comments, you can always contact me through Anchor uh, Voice Messaging in the app, or you can email me at PercyGarrett at sw.rr.com. I will say it again. PercyGarrett at sw.rr.com. P-E-R-C-Y-G-A-R-R-E-T-T at sw. Southwest dot rr railroad.com all right thank you for being here and have a great and blessed day now unto him who was able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy to the only wise god our savior be glory and majesty both now and ever And all of God's people said, Amen.